Welcome to the Get Life podcast with Pastor Brandon. This podcast is dedicated to John 10.10, where Jesus said the enemy is out to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have came to give you life. Um, So that's what we're talking about is how to get that life that Jesus is talking about. Um, Life with purpose and reason. There's too many of us who are walking around with no purpose aimlessly, but we can all have purpose with Jesus. Um, in Jeremiah, it says that God has a plan of good and not evil. So we are using this time together to open up doors and have discussions about different things or how we can have life. And so this is Interview Tuesday, where we have dedicated each Tuesday uh, to have a um, interview style conversation with uh, different people um, about different topics, about questions and tough uh just this tough things that people go through in life and how the life jesus offer us will help us can help us to get back on track so thank you for tuning in with us and if you um watched last week or listened to last week's um interview tuesday my beautiful wife uh, jenny was with us and we talked about the story of divorce and so if you haven't listened to that podcast yet go ahead and stop right now and go back and listen to that one because this is part two. This is kind of the sequel of that one. So it's very important that you listen to that one before you listen to this one. Because this is going to be the second part of the story. The first part that we discussed last week was the story of divorce. And this week we're going to talk about life after divorce. And we have Jenny back with us again on this podcast. If you want to say hello to our viewers out there. Hi guys. And so we are back at it again. Um, and uh Jenny just in a real fast um this kind uh let's let us just go back over what we discussed last time um just kind of go through the minute the two minute version of what 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 your divorce looked like well, getting married when I was living in sin um kind of opened up doors and then once you get try to get back on track and try to find Jesus and become religious and go to church, things seem to backfire. Um, we went through um, abuse in verbal um, and drug abuse. And then it just kind of down spiraled from there. And so a little bit about my story, um, you know, um, a little bit about my story was that got married in sin, tried to get back on track, uh, got saved, got into ministry. Uh, my wife at the time wasn't really interested in that kind of stuff. And, and so, you know, different things start, the relationship started to fall apart, uh, a lot of toxicity going on a lot of chaos going on and it was just a not pleasant scene and eventually she walked away from the marriage didn't want to be a part of ministry didn't want to be a part of what god was doing and so at this point in my life i'm actually going through a pretty dark area and that's what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about you know what life looked right what life looked like Right after divorce, we're going to do this in three parts. We're going to talk about what did life look like right after the separation happened. 
where were where, where were our minds at? Where were we? What were we thinking? Um, what were we going through spiritually? And then we'll talk about what did the life look like as we started to get back on track with God. And then we will end this segment with um, where are we now? And what does life look like so many years after all the bad stuff? Um, so we'll start with you, Jenny. Um, this uh, talk about what it looked like immediately after the divorce or after the separation, not maybe the legal divorce, but after the spiritual and emotional divorce and what that looked like the days and the weeks and the months, where were you spiritually? Where were you in your mind? And where do you see your future going? Um, well, I felt very lost. I felt very uncertain about the future. I wasn't sure why I had made all these mistakes um i felt like there was lots of regret um i wish i had taken everything back you know i wanted to start over i wanted to be back where i was and not make it made those decisions um um just i felt lost um it was definitely a time of uncertainty a lot of stress i felt like i was the one left with everything all the bills to pay um and all of this stuff you know he had warrants out for him. There were people still coming to my door looking for him. And, you know, I told him he, they had moved. So, that, you know, that ended up stopping. Um, but it was just a lot of picking up the pieces and I felt broken. Yeah. So uh, similar to my story, the days and the weeks and the months uh, prior to the divorce. Um, and when I say divorce, I'm talking about the spiritual, emotional, uh, as you know, if you're a mentor or anything like that. The legal part takes a little bit longer. Um, the court system takes a little bit longer. Um, but most of the time, the hurt happens immediately. And I kind of shared this uh, last time we were together in our uh, podcast that, um, you know, it was this really hard and not so much because she has left. It was actually probably a relief that she left we were it was just a bunch of toxic and chaos and it just wasn't a good environment it was you know I, I remember praying a prayer that lord whatever is hindering me from you remove that now if i knew that with her i would never pray that i wouldn't have been bold enough or confident to pray that kind of prayer um but i but i did and um well god answered that prayer and he removed her and it was toxic. It was chaos. So that was probably relief, but I'm a creature of habit. And so all the normal that I known is now gone, you know, and I was scared to face people. I was already in ministry and anybody who is in any kind of ministry knows that you live in a glass house sometimes that because you're in a spotlight, people knows when your life is good and people know when your life is bad, unfortunately. And so, um, I was scared to face anybody. Um, I didn't tell my pastor for a long time. I didn't tell anybody in the church for a long time. Um, I just kind of pretend that, you know, everything were fine. I was still living at the house and I just, you know, people start asking where's her car at, you know, where is she working that much? And, and it was just kind of a shame thing because I think that's the first thing that kicks in sometimes is the shame where, you know, I felt like, you know, She's the one side to leave. A lot of the things is things that she decided to do. I wasn't perfect. There were things I could have done better. There were things where I was the problem. Um, but I was also ashamed that here I am, a preacher of the gospel who can't even keep my marriage together. 
And so I think the first thing that set in was shame was um, life after divorce first started off to be this very shameful because unfortunately in the church world, um, we're okay with a murderer coming into church and becoming a minister someday after he has repentance and been saved and been changed. Um, but sometimes we're not very forgiving to divorced people in the church. And, and sometimes we look at divorce worse than we look at murderers. And that's unfortunate. And that's why we're having this talk. Um, because it's okay to go through hard seasons. It's okay to go through seasons of shame. It's okay to go through those things because we can be, we can be better on the other side of it. Some of these things are continuously making us and molding us and shaping us. We read all through the scriptures about, uh, gold being refined in the fire. That's what God is doing sometimes. And sometimes we're a mess because we allowed things to happen that was not God's will. That was not God's plan. So when you ask God to come back in there, he's got to correct some of this stuff. Um, I mean, Jenny, would you say you were in God's will when you first got married? And do you, do you think that was God's will? And do you think that some of this could have been stopped, I guess is what I'm saying? Could it have been stopped if you would have been in God's will? Um, when I first got married, or when I did get married, um, I was not in God's will. Um, I would have told you that I was saved, but by the way I was living and my fruits I was bearing, I was not saved. Um, so if I had been in God's will, I, I don't think that I would have been where I was to even have met him. Yeah. So something really to take a, take a part about what Jenny just said was, um, she said that she said she was a Christian, but the fruits, um, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people. I mean, Jenny even been in seasons in our life where we've said one thing and lived a different way. Um, make sure that your fruit matches your words because people can say a lot of things, but the fruit will show if it's real. You can say this is apple tree, but if apples never grow on it, I'm going to call you a liar and say that's not apple tree. So God is looking for people who will bear fruit. And God's not looking for people who can say it. And listen, you can fool me, you can fool your pastor, you can fool a lot of people, but we can't fool God. And that's something else we got to remember. And that's really a different podcast for a different day. But that just really stuck out to me when she said that. Uh, so our first part we talked about was what the divorce look like afterwards. Because I promise you in this podcast, last podcast was a little doom and gloom. And some of you even like message us and text us and let us know that you listened to it. And it was a good podcast. Um, but I promise this one wouldn't be doom and gloom. But the beginning of it is going to be doom and gloom a little bit. Um, so it was a depressing season. So right out of the gate after divorce, the first weeks and months didn't seem much better. Um, there may have been some relief there, but there's still th- things weren't totally fixed. What did it look like in the middle uh, between your divorce and where we are today? Somewhere in the middle, what when you could start really start Jenny, when you could really just start seeing God put things about together, what did that look like? Um, well, I had some friends that, you know, helped me. My house was a wreck. It it was neglected. Um, so they helped me put my house back together. They helped me clean out, you know, get rid of a lot of stuff. Um, I had some friends that, you know, would come and talk to me and hang out with me and I'd go hang out with them. I was getting back 
into church with my friend. Um, but definitely felt like things were relieved. I felt more relieved. I, I still didn't feel all put back together. I still had that regret, but I felt like I was finally done with that part of my life and that I could finally just move on. It was almost like, um, God was trying to heal through all of, all of that and just trying to show me, you know, that he is still God. Yes. Yes, most definitely. And so a little bit about my story is that, um, I guess the middle part of it was when I realized that this, I said earlier that I was a creature of habit. When you realize that there is going to be a new normal and things are never going to be the same. And there's always going to be scars there. There's always going to be issues. There's always, I'm going to say issues. There's always going to be scars there. Uh, but we can heal. We can move on. Um, me and Jenny are a testimony to that. We're hoping that this podcast will reach someone who may need that help. Um, and just let somebody know, hey, what you're going through, you can make it. And, you know, things can get better. And with God, all things can get better. Uh, what seems impossible with man is definitely possible. Or what seems impossible with man, excuse me, is definitely possible with God. So that's something to keep in mind. But, uh, you know, I had a, the church I was going to at the time, me and my pastor was super close and he was like a father figure to me and he really helped me through that time. Uh, he may not even know that today, but he really did help me through that season that I was in. It was a tough season that I was in and he really helped me in that season. Um, you know, two, two Bible verses that stand out to me that he gave me that honestly at the time I didn't want to hear it. Um, first one was, uh, James chapter one, verse two, um, that says count joy when you go through a trial. And when you think about that, count it joy when you go through a trial. No one wants to count them things joy. You know, I wasn't jumping up and down. There was still a lot of hurt. There was still a lot of regret. There was still a lot of anger towards her. Um, I'm not going to lie. You know, there was things that, you know, I just felt like that she just wanted to walk away and, you know, break promises that she made. And so it wasn't, you know, I didn't have fluffy feelings for her. I had angry feelings for her. I had hatred feelings for her. And so, um, and so no, it wasn't easy. And when you say, when you say James one, two says count it joy for when you go through a trial, I didn't want to count it joy. You know, no one jumps up and down and says, praise the Lord. When I, when you go through a divorce or a financial issue or a, a physical a uh, health problem. You go to the doctor, and they say, "Hey, you got cancer." These are not. These are not good. Th- these are not good news, and these are not good things. But the Bible is true that says, "Count joy for it, it, it's 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 a opportunity to endure and to grow your faith." And it did grow my faith, and I am where I am today because of the things that I went through. And their verse he gave me was Romans eight twenty eight that says, "He's working all things together." Um, he's working all things together. That means the good and the bad and the ugly. And now I can look back and say, I'm better now because I went through them days. I, I said in the last podcast, I believe that I went through a time of depression where I just want, I thought about suicide. I thought about killing myself. I thought that my life was over. I thought, you know, I never went married again. I'm never going to have kids that now my life will be okay at the best, but it'll never be, it'll never be a good life. Never be a great life. Because I messed it up. And that's, them are just lies straight from the devil. And now 
we got about five more minutes on this episode and so we want to we want to wrap it up in where we are now we talked about what divorce looked like right afterwards we talked about what divorce looked like maybe a couple months years afterwards but now jenny uh, share with the viewers on where you are now versus where you were on day one and what what's the difference how are you spiritually how are you mentally what changed so i've definitely learned through this process that god is a god of second chances he comes back he fulfills your needs your wants and sometimes even your desires um when i first got divorced you know those same things went through my mind that you know i'm never gonna have kids i'm just gonna grow old by myself it's gonna be a lonely life and i'm only 28 i mean it was just hard for me to even like fathom that you know anything good could come out of this because i've wasted time with that regret um and now looking back you know god is a god of second chances you know i'm remarried um I definitely feel like I'm spiritually stronger than I have ever been. Um, you know, we are very involved in our church. Um, we have a little girl and it was almost like God took what was messed up and what I thought was what I needed and turned it all around and just turned my ashes into beauty. And it was almost like, I had to go through the hard stuff because I didn't want to listen and do things his way first. And then when I turned it over to him and stopped looking for fulfillment in everybody else and other things, you know, he just said, this is what I had planned. So, um, she covered most of it. Um, you know, there was a, you know, we, I had ministry. I walked away from ministry. I walked away from God at one time and I said, God, if this is what you want in my life, I don't want nothing to do with it because there's a misception too many times that when I follow Jesus, then my life is perfect. That never, never going to be a bad day. Never going to be a, and that's just a lie from the devil. And so I just got discouraged and said, you know, God, if this is what you want in my life, this ain't what I want for my life. And then I, you know, realized that God, all God was doing, refining me in the fire the whole time. And so we were able to get back into ministry, um, great ministry. Um, and, you know, we were able to have, we never thought, you know, when I met Jenny, I wasn't looking for a girlfriend. I wasn't looking for a wife. I don't even know if I was looking for a friend. Um, but, um, you know, God opened doors and God sent me someone who had a heart for ministry like I do, who has a heart for outreach like I do. We were able to have Naomi, who's been a blessed. She's everything that we ever wanted and some things we didn't want some days, but she is definitely a blessing. And so I just want to end this podcast with saying that there is life after divorce, even when it doesn't feel like it. Uh, the Apostle Paul was true when he said that God is working all things together, even in times that you can't see God, that you can't understand God, that you can't feel God, hear God, whatever. He's there and he is working in the waiting and he is working all things. The key in that verse is all things. It's not some things. It's not it's not the good things, but it's the, it's the good, the bad and the ugly. And he is working all things together. So don't be discouraged. I know you may be going through a hard time. Maybe you're going through that kind of season right now, but there is life after divorce. And so we just want to close with that, with saying 
Don't give up. Don't give in and don't give out that God is working in your waiting. We'll see you next time on the Get a Life podcast. Thank you.